God, you're going to have to help me here today. And uh, I think you will. Praise the Lord. I need to quit. I'm done. Why don't you stand with me one more time? Lord Jesus, give me compassion. Lord, help me to have mercy, I pray. Lord, on the down and out, on the lost, those, Lord, that, that don't know you, help me, Lord, to reach out to all types of people. Lord, those that you would send across my path and my way, help me, Lord, to show them your love. And, Lord, let it be real. I don't want to be a hypocrite, Lord. I don't want to be a fake. But help me, Lord, to love people as you genuinely love others. Put it in our hearts, Lord. Plant it in our spirits, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We're going to take a quick break here before we move into our worship service. Um, God bless you. You can visit for a few moments as the kids come in, and we'll get ready for time of worship. Already have it up, made up in our mind what the extent of the ability of what, how the Lord could affect or change my life. And when we approach the Lord with those kind of limitations or that kind of a mindset, it's like we're putting chains around Jesus and saying, you can, you can give me a warm, fuzzy feeling, Lord, but I really don't think you can transform my marriage. I really don't think you can change my, 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 my life and the direction of my life, Lord. I know I can get an emotional high and as they're up here singing and I, and I feel good with the singing, but Lord, I really don't think you can just set me free completely but what i'm preaching here this morning is we're going to take the limit we need to take the limitations off what jesus can do in our life and i hope that makes sense because sometimes we in our on our own lack of faith and our own lack of uh, of our, our our minds filled with skepticism and doubt sometimes we we limit we we hinder the the uh, the full change that can happen in our lives and i would say we need to be full of faith here's what we need to do is we need to take our doubts and we need to take our fears and we need to dig a big old hole and we need to put fear and doubt and preconceived notions and our past experiences we need to put them in that big old hole and we need to give them a proper burial and say let them die and say, Lord, whatever you can do, whatever you want to do, Lord, I am open to it. So if you came to church this morning and you have never experienced the baptism of the Holy Ghost speaking in a supernatural language, I don't want you to throw that out and say, that's not for me. I want you to, I want you to, I want you to take that limitation off and say, God has the gift of the Holy Ghost for you, for your children, and for all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. That anybody in this room can receive the baptism of the gift of the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. You know what? If you walked into church this morning and you need grace for a situation that you're walking through in your life right now, I, I just want to encourage you to let Jesus step into that situation that you're going through. I don't have any I don't, I don't I don't have any special knowledge of of anybody in this room necessarily of what you're dealing with but I do know that people walk through seasons and people walk through valleys and low points in their life and they need extra strength they need greater grace as the Bible says and there are times that we need the Lord to step in and lift us up don't just automatically say that's not that's for those other people I want you to understand that the Lord has greater grace for you right where you are I believe that this morning if you need healing for your body, 
I want you to know the Lord can heal your body this morning. I believe that. There is nothing too hard for the Lord. You say, I'm not worthy. None of us are worthy. The Lord can change. The Lord can heal. He can train. If you need power over a habit, and there are a lot of people that are addicted these days, but if we need power over a lifestyle, there is deliverance for you. You are not meant to walk bound all of your life. The Lord wants to set you free. He wants to take that chain off of you and let you think freely. Praise the Lord. We are not limiting Jesus this morning. If you are oppressed by an evil spirit that is tormenting your mind, you can leave free. There are more and more people in our day, they are, they are, they are feeling the weight and they cannot get their minds free. They're, 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 their thoughts are wrapped up. Their thoughts are, and I don't even know how to adequately put it into words this morning, but their thoughts are, are trapped in a rut, in a pattern of thinking, and they don't feel like they can ever get free. All I'm telling you this morning is that the Lord can, can lift you out of that rut, and He can give you a new way of thinking. That's why the Bible says to be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Amen. I, I'm here to preach hope this morning. So let me ask you a question. What do you need the Lord to do for you today? What do you need the Lord to do for you today? He can do it. He can do it. He can heal. He can strengthen. He can turn family situations around. Many of you know in this church, they're good friends with Brother Sister Porter. Many of you know Larry and Jan Vaughn. Years ago, in fact, when I, when I first got out of Bible college, I, I worked a youth camp with Larry Vaughn. Charlie Martin and Larry Vaughn and myself, we were dorm supervisors. What a team we were. But uh, <laughs> but years ago, they lived out in Clinton, Oklahoma. And Sister Vaughn was taking her girls to school one morning. And she went through an intersection and, a, and somebody ran a stop sign. A young man ran a stop sign and ran into Jan Vaughn. And she hit her head on the mirror and cracked the windshield. And so people came out and they treated her. They took her to the hospital. They treated her and they sent her home with some pain medicine to help the, 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 the pain in her head. And um, from that time forward, Sister Vaughn began to have these severe headaches, migraine headaches. 22 years, she said she suffered from migraine headaches. And she, would, they, they, she said she spent many days in bed with the blinds closed and pillow over her eyes and sometimes the headaches would be so bad she would pass out and they would take her to the hospital she was on all kinds of medication church had prayed multiple times for her nothing happened nothing medicine didn't help too much and and the lord never healed her and sister vaughn just came to the point that well i'm just going to have to live with this and a few years ago they were at a wedding and they were helping it, Brother and Sister Vaughn were helping at a wedding, and Sister Vaughn got one of these headaches. And she told Larry, she said, we're going to have to go. They were getting ready to go, and somebody walked up to her and said, Jan, how you doing? She said, not good, I'm going to have to go. She put her hand on her forehead. And this lady said, we need to get so-and-so to pray for you. And so they went, and that, I could tell you his name, who it was. It's not important. But they got this guy over there, and they said, 
we're going to pray for Sister Vaughn. And, and when he got to where she was at, and there was a group of people gathered around, he made the statement. He said, we're not going to pray that the Lord heals Jan. We're going to command the migraines to leave. And so they prayed, right? I guess it was the wedding reception or there at the wedding. They prayed. And they prayed fervently. And they got done praying, Brother Jones. And nothing. Nothing. The Vons go home from that wedding. She goes to bed. She woke up the next morning. And she knew something was different. She knew something was different. The headache was gone. So she got, she shook her head. There was no pain. She went throughout the day, no pain. Day two, day three, no headache, no pain. She took all of her medication that she had been taking for all those years and she threw it away and never had a headache again. See, you can't, you can't tell me God doesn't heal people. You can't tell me God's not a healer. He can do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. There is not a need in this building that the Lord cannot change or meet. In fact, Jeremiah 30, 17 says, I will restore health unto thee. I will heal thee of thy wounds, saith the Lord. So what do you need Jesus to do for you today? My God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory. But sometimes we put the clamps on and we limit the power of Jesus when, when the questions and the doubts and we start analyzing and we start speculating and we think, no, not me, not, not for me. God doesn't want me to be healed or God doesn't want me to be changed. Here's what I would tell you. God is not a respecter of persons. And what he did for Sister Vaughn about seven years ago, he'll do for you today. He'll do that for you today. You have faith. You trust him. Praise the Lord. He can do it. I have a good friend, Brother Hughes, Rick Hughes. He's preached here a couple of times. In fact, he's coming back at the end of April. Brother Hughes is coming. But Brother Hughes pastored in Ponca City for 25 years. Over 25 years, actually. And one, one December, several years ago, December, their, their heaters weren't working right, and they were, their heaters started smelling, had putting off some, some strange smells. And so they had a technician come in and check out his heaters. They said, you got... You got a couple of holes in your heat exchangers. Some of you may know what that's is, what that's even talking. I don't know what that means, but he said your heaters aren't working. And he said it's gonna be ten thousand dollars to fix your heaters. Brother Hughes was pastoring a small church there in Ponca City. They didn't have a lot of money. It was December and they were getting ready to take their Christmas for Christ offering. We took ours back in December also. Thank you for giving to that. CFC offering, Christmas for Christ. And Brother Hughes, he said he thought for a minute. Do I, do I take this Christmas for Christ offering? Or do I use the money to fix the heaters? He said he really didn't think about it very long. He said, we're going to take an offering. And so the Sunday came. It was kind of cool in the sanctuary. And Brother Hughes got up. like he always, Brother Hughes is a dignified, great man. I love Brother Hughes. He got up and he had made an appeal for an offering. He said, we're going to take up this offering, Christmas for Christ. It's an offering that they helped to establish churches in North America, plant new churches. He said, and he, so they took the offering and, in, and just kind of in the side, just kind of a jest, he said, oh, by the way, if anybody has extra $10,000, we could use it to fix the heaters and just kind of just made that comment. So they took the offering. They, they, their little church received over $2,000 in that offering. After the service, a man that had only been at his church one service prior to that day 
This was the man's second service. He went up to Brother Hughes and he said, he said, Pastor, how much money do you need to fix the heaters? And he said, I need, we need $9,500. The man said, I don't have my checkbook with me today, but if you'll meet me tomorrow, tell me where to meet you. I'll give you a check to pay for those heaters. And so they ate lunch the, the next day. And Brother Hughes said that guy gave him a check to pay for the heaters. He said, I haven't been going to church in a long time and I hadn't been paying my tithes. So here you go. And the pay for the, see, God just stepped in right on time. Because, see, God knows. And all I'm trying to relate to us today is that we need to take the shackles off of the Lord and we need to trust Him for wherever we are in our life because there is nothing too hard for the Lord. I, I, <laughs> there is nothing too hard for the Lord, even in this room this morning. I got to thinking, I got to thinking about all the wonderful things. You know, that Brother Hughes, that took place in Ponca City and... And the Vons, you know, I don't know, Tulsa, I don't know where they live. Do they live in Tulsa or Morris or where they live? Berry Hill. They got their miracle of Berry Hill, and Brother Hughes got his miracle in Ponca City. But I thought about, what, what about here today? I, and, I, and I did this with my Sunday school lesson. I just started thinking about all the people in our church. My Sunday school lesson, I was, talking, I was thinking about all the people that the Lord is reaching and how he cares for everybody. But I thought about the miracles, Brother, Brother Wallace. I was thinking about the miracles in the church. Verifiable miracles in this church. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not hyperbole. This is not exaggeration. But I have watched God put marriages back together. Here. We were in a service several years ago. Missionary Howard Smith was ministering that night. Debbie Curtis was about right here. Many of you were here in that service. As as preacher got done, Debbie Curtis was praying, and I, she was just I don't I don't I can't really mimic the way she was moving around, but God filled her with the Holy Ghost in that service, and and most or some of you probably remember she had a, a knee injury, ACL, MCL, LCL I don't know, she had she had a knee brace on. But when God filled her with the Holy Ghost, right over there about kind of close to where Brother Wallace is sitting, when God filled her with the Holy Ghost, he healed her knee. And when that service was over, she, she reached down and, and pulled that brace off, and she laid that brace right here on the altar. I've got a picture on my phone of it. See, God still heals people. There is nothing too hard for the Lord. Would you, would you do something for me? If you have had a miracle in your life, a verifiable miracle, that you know the Lord intervened, in it, I mean, mentally, physical, financially, whatever. Would you just, would you stand? Would you look around, ladies and gentlemen? It's still happening. It's still happening. The Lord is still moving. The, the man right back there in the sound booth, he's standing up, but I don't think he ever sat down. <laughs> he's standing up right now. But years ago, he was working on an offshore rig, and he broke his back. Is that right? Off Louisiana, Mississippi somewhere? Texas. Broke his back, laid out there on that offshore rig for 12 hours, 10, 12 hours, something like that until they could get him help. But he, I played golf with that man. He can crush a ball. 
I'm thinking, man, I need to break my back so I can, <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. God spared his life. There are other people in this room, God has spared your life. So please, my friend, don't, 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 don't fill, fill your mind with doubts because God is still moving. He's still, I think we need to celebrate miracles right now. I think we need to thank the Lord. He's still moving. He's still proving just how great he is. If the Lord has done something great for you, you need to worship him. Hallelujah. We honor you, Lord. We thank you for your miracles. We thank you, Lord, one more time that you healed our bodies. We thank you, Lord, for the way you stepped into our families. Lord Jesus, thank you for the restoration. Thank you, Jesus, for delivering me from my addiction. Thank you, Lord, for delivering me, O oh Lord, from the bondage of my sin. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. What do you need the Lord to do for you today? What do you need Jesus to do for you today? There is a testimony, there is a, a witnesses throughout this building this morning that says God can change your life, God can change your marriage, God can change the direction that you're going. Hallelujah, hallelujah. If you have faith in the Lord, if you trust the Lord for where you're at, why don't you begin to ask him to meet that need right where you're standing in this sanctuary. If you, if you have a need in your home this morning, I want you to trust the Lord with that need. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus, move in our midst this morning. If you are addicted this morning, I'm not here to embarrass anybody, but if you need deliverance from your addiction today, I want you to know the Lord can set you free. You need to trust the Lord with that right now. The Lord can set you free of that addiction. Hallelujah. The condemnation. The Lord can lift that condemnation from your, from your mind, from your spirit this morning. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah. If you'd like to come and pray, I would invite you to come and kneel at this altar or stand around this front and let the Lord help you wherever you're at. Hallelujah. Maybe there's some families that need to come. Maybe there's some individuals. If you've never received the gift of the Holy Ghost, I want you to know the Lord can fill you with the gift of the Holy Ghost this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, we trust you. Of Jesus. Here I am, Lord. Here I am, Lord. Would you step in? Would you step in, Lord? Is there anything too hard for you? Believe it today. Believe it today. Is there anything too hard for change situations, Lord? You can step into life. Is there anything too 
embarrass anybody, but if you need healing in your body this morning, would you, would you, would you mind stepping right up here? Brother Jones and I, we're going to pray for you. If you need healing in your body, in the name of Jesus, anybody need healing this morning? Hallelujah. Some of you ladies would gather behind Sister Porter. Let's pray for her in Jesus' name. We're just going to believe the Lord. Hallelujah. Sister Porter had an MRI the other day. We're going to trust the Lord for his healing touch in her body. He's done it before. Lord Jesus, we trust in your power, in your word, and your ability to know, God, that it is time to be 